You're listening to part one of a conversation between Scott Jacobson, a lover of bands and a maker of music videos, and Tamara Federici, producer of every band ever, already in progress. Right. I, I just want to thank you, Tamara, for having me on. We've been friends for a long time. I've, I've always felt a little sheepish about bringing up this part of your history because I, I, you, know, you know that I'm a big, I'm a huge music fan. You know, you you have a bit of a history with in the music business. I, but I'm a little intimidated talking to you because I know that you know a lot about music and you appreciate music so I much. I mean, not anywhere close to what you know. I, that, that's very flattering. But I mean, yeah, I, I, I've wanted to bring this up. I didn't want you to think ever that this is the only reason I hang out with you, that, you know, that you do all this, you know, stuff. Are we kind of, are, are we doing this? Are we going to just kind of break the seal and talk about, I mean, you, you've, you've had an amazing career. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I feel like let's break the seal. I mean, let like let's let's speak the unspoken. Um, I mean, I don't even know where to begin, which is the 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 lame way to start off. But well, let me I, ask you this. Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, please. <laughs> I was gonna say, what uh, like what are you into right now? What are you listening to, and what is uh, which just sort of speaking to you right now? I'm actually listening to a lot of stuff from the '80s, and uh, it's stuff that even like. It's kind of the the music of my childhood in a way, but I avoided it for many years because a lot of it was just kind of on when I was a kid and I just, I was never interested, but now I'm really diving into stuff like, I mean, do you know Blondie? Yeah, of course. I love Blondie. Um, super nice. Super nice music or are you talking about the people? I'm super nice people, but also crazy good music. You know, that was a great time. I was never like, I would... For me, they're more of a singles band, and so I was never—I never, I never okay. really got deep into the discography. But I mean, I've been listening now, and you know, it, I don't know. I, I parallel lines—that's their. I mean, mostly mo- most people consider that to be their their best album. Any involvement? I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm excited to say that I worked on that. Like, I feel like I, you know, I don't, I don't know if I'm bragging or not, but that one is such a good song just on its own. And it's still a good song. So that's exciting to me. Like Heart of Glass. One of the things for Heart of Glass was I, they actually let me write like a line. So Mucho Trust is. You wrote the. I wrote Mucho 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 Mistrust. That's it. Those two words. That was you? Because we couldn't fit them in. We had to just wedge in two words. So, I mean, that's a small one, but. Do you speak um, Spanish? I don't. Well, that's, I mean, it's a, it was a great little, you know, it's regarded as one of the best bilingual albums of all time, m- mainly because of that one line. Um, <laughs> that's, that tells you about the time, I feel like. Yeah, no, there wasn't much going on in the bilingual new wave space, but they really like blew it open with it. But I mean, that's just amazing right there. Um, but I mean, Debbie Harry is such an iconic figure and uh, she's still got it. You know, I saw Blondie not too long ago. You were around Debbie Harry circa Heart of Glass. Like that is that she was in her like imperial phase then. What was, I just want to hear Debbie Harry stories. I think at first she didn't, you know, like before she had the style and the hair, she kind of looked like, um, she's from WKRP. uh, Lonnie Anderson? No, the other one. Oh, not even Lonnie Anderson? No, she looked like. She looked uh, like the other woman on WKRP? Yes, her name. Oh God, I can't believe I just forgot her. Her name is my password on a lot of things. <laughs> it is. Uh, I've forgotten it, but she had the long brown hair. And I was sort of like, no, don't go that way. What are you doing? <laughs> like, that's not, that's not great. <laughs> and so when she got Blondie, um, 
you know, she changed her mind and she said, I want to look like a cool Persian cat with sunglasses. And then <laughs> that's... She did. She totally did. I never put that together. That's what she was going for? Yes. But she achieved that, you know? And so she was she was joining... The, you, you, when you said when she got Blondie, so there was a band called Blondie already, but she was joining as a brunette. And No, that... no, sorry. When uh, I meant when she got Blonde. Because oh, oh, oh. then they named the band Blondie after that after she got blonde but so, she was just making a choice <laughs> early on oh interesting wow that's yeah she just wanted to join i guess you know like coming out of Joni mitchell and all these things you wouldn't expect that she would listen to um you know she was just doing like a long brown straight hair and then i think she knew that she wanted to be a, you know like a rock and roller and super cool in new york and you know like people give her things as a blonde person like there was, I thought man give her insulin once because really? he what thought she, that she wanted it. She doesn't need she it. She wasn't going into any shock or anything that she just got. No, this guy was just there. transfixed. Wow. That that's that is really a, a sign that you know you've got people wrapped around your finger if they're just yeah. That's not flowers. <laughs> no, that's really amazing. Like that's and you know I guess that kind of leads into in a, in a strange way into you know parallel lines the title. A lot of people assume that it's it's like a, a cocaine reference. Um, I mean, you were there during the recording of this album. What I mean, what, tell just give me a, give it to me straight. Was 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 there a lot of just partying going on? It's only occurred to me right now as you say that <laughs> that that might be it. I thought it was uh, double lines is in a road, as in like like they're driving, like they're go, going. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. But could, I never, that might be, I feel like this might be explaining a lot of things to me right now. So it might seems be. like you were kept somewhat in the dark. <laughs> I guess so. Perhaps so. Because you're, but, you're entertaining the notion that it could be, could have been cocaine, but that wasn't well, the one that you knew. You knew. That's not the Blondie I knew. You know, I also spent a lot of time tracking those five dudes, you know? I mean, it was Blondie and five guys. Yeah. And a lot of times I couldn't, I, wouldn't, I couldn't keep them straight. So it's mostly like keeping tabs on where all five of them were. It is so, difficult. That was going to be my, my next question. Most of their album covers have Debbie Harry, who is strikingly beautiful. And then they just kind of toss the other five guys in in the background. And they're totally indistinguishable from each other. And uh, but they make but they make for good props behind Debbie Harry. And agreed. did you ever figure out who was who? Uh, not really. I mean, I know there's the husband. The husband, and the yeah. other ones are the not husbands. <laughs> That's really the only yeah, distinction. The not husbands me. would also have been a good. It would be good. Really take the husband into account. I mean, she takes up so much. Um, she has so much charisma that it's really, it's hard to. You don't need to have the other people have charisma. You don't need to like pull that out of them. Yeah. And you kind of just need to keep them back and away from her charisma. Right. You know? And when you have charisma like that, you almost can't really see the, you, it, it's kind of blinding. And those guys could be, you know, extraordinarily handsome and charismatic in their own right, but you put them next to Debbie Harry and it's just kind of sad. Yeah. I mean, Debbie Harry can make an armadillo cool. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, that's a thing. <laughs> like that's. <laughs> that's interesting. I could jump around like it, so there there were a lot of things. Blondie did a lot of things that are considered kind of groundbreaking. Um, you know, the rap breakdown in Rapture. Uh, mm-hmm. It's they they were sort of there at, at um, 
at the very beginning of hip hop, they knew some of the, the players, you know, they're, they're name checking Fab Five Freddy, who was big, a big figure in, you know, the early days of hip hop. Um, what did you think? I mean, were you part of that decision to take this new art form and, and shoehorn it into one of their songs? Because they were going for the radio, like they were going for gold and it, they were taking a bit of a risk, you know, putting this stuff on an album. Yeah, I think it was the right decision. I mean, she can pull off anything. I mean, she really can pull off anything. She could have pulled off, like, if Starlight Express had been done with, you know, Debbie Harry, it'd be a completely different show. You know, like, I, yeah. I think, I, I mean, they could pull it off. I just, you know, nothing makes sense in that one. Like, eating car, what is it, eating cars uh, and guitars. Like, none the of the lyrics are- even. Yeah, the rhymes aren't strong. Have, maybe in, the, in, <laughs> in their day they were impressive, but they've been topped since. Right, and, and even at the time, but the, I feel like the thing is the vibe of that. Right. Were you in a way hoping that people wouldn't notice the words? I just knew that they wouldn't care. <laughs> they, like, honestly, when you think of a Blondie song, you kind of think of the way that she sings it. You don't think of the words of what she's saying. No, that is one of the, yeah, that's another, it's like... When you look like that, when you have that presence, people give you insulin, if even if you don't need it. And and also, I think you have that ability to put across art that maybe isn't, you know, it, it, from in, in someone else's hands, maybe the, the, the lyrics of Rapture would have would have uh, come across more as the clunkers that they were. I'm going to read them. And let me just know if when I'm reading these um, lyrics, if they bring back any memories, just like stop me. Okay. Um, Fab Five Freddy told me everybody's fly. DJ spinning, I said, my, my. And, and if you have any, just like be the, you know, like, you know, that uh, that um, website genius that just okay. like, will call outs to what these things mean. Because I've, I've always, a lot of these are kind of puzzling mm-hmm. to me and I've been trying sure. to. Sure. Well, they wrote them as a group um, that went. So the first two, the first lyrics you've said are uh, not husband number two. Oh, okay. All right. Um, uh, yeah, I can kind of see that. He, it's got his fingerprints. Flash is fast. Flash is cool. Francois say pa. Flash ain't no dude. I first of all, I mean, he was saying that. Yeah, I mean it's weird, but it's also like she's speaking French now, so it doesn't matter what she says. She could be saying the car is red. Oh, it's a thing on a thing. It's it's like when Debbie Harry is saying words already, you're not paying attention because you're watching Debbie Harry, and then she's. It's like almost how much more charisma can I pile on? And then like sexiness, can I pile on my sexiness? Yeah. And also, you know, we didn't, I think now I actually would put the vocals up more, but at the time I kind of let them blend into uh, the song because the, her lilt was so different than all the men in rock then. So just that alone. And she was just so cool and so um, punky and disco-y. Yeah, she definitely has a little white woman who is rapping. <laughs> I feel like I'm being kinder than you, but I guess that makes sense. <laughs> no, I'm a, you know, this all comes from a place of love. And it's also, this is a bit of a, and I don't mean to, and in that, you know, I'm now, this is why I, another reason that I don't bring this stuff up with you, because I'm afraid I might, you know, you, when you know, you know, these people intimately and, and here I am is, is just some fan who's coming, you know, coming out of nowhere. But it's all valid. I mean, it's all valid. And also, you know, this is a, uh, I'm a you huge Blondie little... fan. I don't mean to, to denigrate, but let me keep reading. Um, okay. And you don't stop, sure shot, go out to the parking lot, and you get in your car and drive real far. Car and far, good rhyme. Right. And you drive all I... night, and then you see a light, night light, 
and it comes right down and it lands on the ground and out comes a man from Mars. Right. Well, this would be, uh, you know, this happened late at night. She had a, 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 she had a visitation and it was right after a car accident. So I think you can kind of see how that got layered on, right? She left. Oh, I, just, I never imagined that it was, this was drawn from real life, but that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where it's coming from. It's a little bit esoteric because you can be that way in rock songs, but she was leaving. Uh, I mean, I don't know what kind of stores they had then. I don't remember like a JC Penny. She wouldn't be at a JC Penny. No. She was leaving a store and uh, there was an electrical uh, storm. A pole fell over. She, her car was uh, hurt. Her car, they call that a car accident. Her car was hurt. But I'm using, but I'm using rock and roll language right now. Right. No, that, and, that was, that's um, how the rockers would say it. Right. Her car got hurt. And then she uh, saw a flying saucer. That flying saucer helped her car uh, be not hurt. Well, so the next and part then though, is she interesting. Right about it's it. fascinating. Like if this happened and out comes a man from Mars. And you try to run, but he's got a gun and he Mm -hmm. shoots you dead and he eats your head. She had a a really intense experience and she was trying to put it to work, to put it in her art. Right. And now I feel like uh, this many years later, we can talk about it. So I think that's great. Um, It's amazing. I mean, I, I, I appreciate how close you were to her. There were a lot of Blondie songs that whenever they pop up on the radio, I am just thrilled to hear them. You know, in the flesh, Ripper to shreds. That's a classic. She co-wrote that one. Did you? Well, I'm 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 bouncing back to their debut album. Did you have anything to do with that one? Yeah, Ripper to shreds was. Uh, I think, you know, people really. <laughs> we had a female executive who was coming in and didn't like Blondie at all, and um, told her really mean things, and um, you know, said something about her appearance uh, and her boobs, and she left and. Um, then we just kind of were in the studio already. So she just, um, decided to sing that song after that. So that was just sort of like a real workplace song, actually. So that was just Even reacting to the moment. This woman came in and insulted Debbie Harry. First of all, what did she have to say about her, her hair and boobs? <laughs> it doesn't, <laughs> a lot of attack. I mean, that, okay. I it was a different time and there might've been. It was a different time. Involved. She said, why can't you look like somebody that uh, Burt Reynolds would go out with? And so wait, that was but this, is this a, a Lonnie Anderson <laughs> reference? This is not. This is independent of that. I don't know. We're not. <laughs> the other woman. I, I, I wish I knew this woman. You're, you're, no, but never. It's, it's, we're not talking about her. But that's really. We're not talking about it. But anyway. Okay, anyway. Right. Wow. That's the. Yeah. If, that was in, if, if, if there was like a Blondie biopic and there was a scene where. They're in the studio and this executive comes in and she tells Debbie Harry, you're nothing, you're not pretty enough or what or something. And she leaves the room and then the band launched into Ripper to Shreds. I would think this is the most contrived thing on earth, but you're saying that that is what happened. I'm saying it was Ray-like proportions where like Ray is like, you better hit the road, Jack. And then he's like, hey, wait a minute, that's a song. Hit the road, Jack. It was pretty much like... Yeah, that one was just straight, you know, sometimes it's aliens and sometimes it's just straight up Ray. Tune in next week for part two. Scott Jacobson is an executive producer on Bob's Bear Girls, which is entering its 13th season on Fox. And Tamara Federici is a golden god. The editor is Will Velasquez. The audio engineer is Clark Jackson. 
For updates, or to suggest a band, go to every band ever on Instagram. Thanks for listening. See you next week. You sexy animals.